With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to The Angel Connection, a weekly show about all things angelic with your host, international healer and author, C.J. Martins. Good evening, my angel friends. This is C.J. Martis, and you're listening to The Angel Connection Show on Friday, August 9, 2013. I know it's been a while, my angel friends, and I apologize, but I've had lots of things to, that I've been working on, which I'm going to share with you tonight. Um, but it's been a little while, and I hope everyone is enjoying their summer. I know it's been intense energetically. I know that there's been a lot of shift. We thought there was lots of shift last year. 2013 has proven to be uh, much more shifting than I think that any of us would have anticipated. I've talked to so many people who have said, you know, I thought maybe we'd glide into 2013, and so that isn't the case. But I have a a lot of insight to share. I may have uh, my friend uh, Michelle uh, uh, join us here, so if she comes, I'd love to have her input about these energies. Uh, she's an expert numerologist and always has just such an interesting viewpoint to share. You know, there's some new things that I am doing, that Seraphim Transmissions, that I'll share about, too, as well. But I really just can't believe it's already August. Can you? It's August. And so, you know, August uh, 9th show here is celebrating my birthday this week. So it's a happy birthday show for me. So, But before we get into this wild energy this year thus far... I want to do my my usual segments and share an inspiring story uh, with you. This is one of my favorite segments because I always tell people that this is people who uh, you know are angels, and I and you know you always hear about good Samaritans, and then they couldn't be reached for comment because they just sort of disappear. I have a belief that those are uh, actually angels, you know, who appear um, and then you know just quietly kind of slip away or disappear. And I've had many people tell me stories about that where someone comes and then they turn around and they're just they're just gone. So this uh, 29-year-old gentleman is the subject of my inspiring story. He rescued an elderly man from a house that engulfed in flames on a Saturday afternoon. And when they asked him about it, he said he was just doing what he would do if his family <clears throat> were in danger. Um, when he came upon it, uh, the garage of the home was already in, you know, completely engulfed in flames, and it was spreading into the living area. And so this 29-year-old man uh, just basically beats down and knocks the entire door down, goes in, uh, screaming, you know, for people, and, and just getting in there. And he finally finds this elderly man, grabs him, and ran, you know, out the front of the house. And then... Um, after he brought this other guy out, he just went back in to make sure that that nobody else was there, you know. And so it was just wonderful because this elderly man could not have gotten out of the house otherwise. And so he was saved. And, you know, it's just when people are in need, you know, you rarely think about it. You know, these good Samaritans that I talk about all the time. But he just said he wasn't really thinking. He just reacted, took action, what he would want for him and his family if they were in that situation. So, um, And so there was the elderly man and his brother that were rescued by this good Samaritan. So I I just want to send out lots of love to the elderly man, of course, um, with the loss of his home, so the angels be with them. And, of course, to the good Samaritan who who saved a couple people's lives that day. So... A lot of people have been wondering probably what I've been up to this summer, and, you know, I've really missed the show. 
Uh, and I have been, you know, kind of busy with a number of things. And like many of you this year, found my life changing its face very quickly. Um, I've actually returned to the workforce, believe it or not. And so trying to sort of juggle this new full-time commitment, um, you know, I just needed some time to kind of catch up. I do spend a great deal of time preparing for the show to bring on some of those amazing guests. Gosh, we had so many uh, early part of this year and last year. And I really try to hand-select them that I would feel would benefit all of you guys out there. Um, but I will be returning uh, this fall with new weekly shows, so not to worry. I will be back in full swing. Um, but just know that I love you guys, and thank you so much for uh, bearing with me here during my absences. Well, I want to talk a little bit, uh, speaking of energy, these new seraphim transmissions. And what it is is a new type of assistance that the seraphim are, are help, helping me to facilitate that allows people of all all ages to return to their original cellular and energetic blueprint that was given to them by God. And so each participant who's on the call receives a lighter form of what the the seraphim call the holy seraphim fire, um, which is a very, very intense energy. They've been uh, helping me to work with this particular energy. But this is the type that, you know, uh, is a little bit lighter of that but it emanates directly from the angelic realms to you. And so this high vibration energy of source can help to restore the physical cells of the body, blocked areas of consciousness, essentially resetting the blueprint. So when you listen to these calls, you're consciously opening yourself to receive these channeled frequencies of the seraphim, who are the holy host of heaven. Each transmission call consists of an opening prayer or invocation, explanation you know of of what you're going to receive because each each of these transmissions focuses on a different area of well-being and then you go through this 25 to 30 minute guided meditation with myself uh with the seraphim guiding us through that process so i am excited about these because this is very new and something again that came up quite suddenly that i didn't realize i would be doing so I've had to, you know, stay in balance with these crazy energies, too. So, But they're perfect for anybody uh, for better emotional balance, well-being, great alignment with your life purpose, emotional renewal and healing, feeling greater connection to source, greater self-awareness, greater consciousness, releasing grief and other types of trauma, uh, health crises, and, and a whole lot more. And so these began in July. The first seraphim transmission, and these are recorded calls, was called Clarity of Mind. And so it was specifically about those sort of negative um, negative kinds of thinking, you know, uh, block perceptions and all of that. The second one uh, that is scheduled coming up here in August, and these will run monthly. I th- think there will be four, and I'll tell you where, where you can get more information about them. Um, But this Seraphim Blueprint transmission, and I'm excited about it because it's for healing and alignment of the body. And so it's going to focus on releasing negative cellular memory from the physical body. And I know that's one of the challenges this year for people is this very deep release because most people don't realize we store all that stuff uh, that we've been through or even our thoughts within ourselves. And so... These memories can be stored during our life challenges in order to heat, and so these will heal residual trauma that affects the body at the cellular level. These energies will also assist with the integration of the body consciousness more fully with our other areas of consciousness, such as mind and spirit. It can be a dif- difficult to heal when these vital areas become disconnected. So this is very common during life transitions or challenges of any type. And if you're like, a whole lot of people that are on this path of spirituality, there's been a lot of changes this year, a lot of things shifting. So uh, just to kind of talk about it uh, again, just to recap this next one, and the intent of this transmission is to assist with releasing old cellular memories, negative body images or views, restoring body imbalances, transmuting negative energy, Supporting the nervous system, which is a big one this year, especially for incarnates. If you didn't listen to the incarnate show that I did, um, that one is accessible from 
my Angel Connection uh, page on Authentic You Radio. But the nervous system uh, is an area that in particular, um, this is true for everyone, you know, it's like our nervous systems are getting an upgrade. So people are experiencing all kinds of challenges in their body as well as, you know, with anxiety and things like that. When we become too overloaded or the nervous system can't carry the current of who we are, the energetic current. This will also be for activating kundalini, um, repairing and or and the seraphim just interjected or balancing kundalini because some people are activating so much that that becomes its own kind of dilemma. Um, so I guess I better add that to the transmission notes they just interjected. So, so all of these things um, and many more will be a part of the second transmission. So to participate in these, and I know some of you out there listening, I'll give a shout-out to Lisa Jean, love you, sister, and Kimberly, and all kinds of other, my uh, some new friends since I did the Incarnate Show and started these transmissions. Um, you can visit www.spiritualsanctuaryspa.com, spiritualsanctuaryspa.com. Now, as part of my support of their site, uh, and uh, Lisa Dory, who is the the one who's putting has put together this site, uh, these transmissions are available for paid members, and so it's a very low fee of twelve twelve per month. If you sign up this month, you not only can then take a participate, and not just in these transmission calls, but a whole lot of other things. You'll have to kind of look at the site are going on uh, from other angel folks that are wonderful. Um, but then you have access to the first transmission, too. So it's like two for the price of one, and you can discontinue uh, your membership on the site at any time. But there'll be one in September and then one in October. Okay. So that kind of leads me into this other thing that I've been working on that I do want to talk about. And we'll also... Oh, thank you. Hi, Kim. I'm looking in the chat, and, there, and so thanks for the, the link, Um Lisa, that's awesome. Um, since I have been doing these transmissions, since I have uh, released my book, Angel Incarnate, which I'm going to talk about kind of what's going on there, uh, I've got some uh, cool news. Um, many emails have been pouring in from other incarnates all over the place. It, it, in fact, I've been in awe. Um, you know, the seraphim told me, hey, they're all going to contact you. Well, they really have. And so anybody who's listening that's reached out since hearing uh, that show or, or other things that I've been uh, educating about, the incarnates, um, you know, thank you for these wonderful letters that I've been uh, sent. Um, and I've also made some important connections. Other people are kind of on similar missions to work on these projects with me. And so myself and some other incarnates are working to put a new website together called incarnateangels.com. And we felt that it was important to have, you know, a website that explains what this phenomenon is and offers support. Uh, we will have a place for incarnates who have businesses, um, but we're not restricting it, you know, to incarnates because everything in this site is going to be for wellness and health um, and spiritual well-being. So it'll be available to to anyone and, and benefit everyone. So we're going to have weekly meditations that you can you can call in for and all kinds of stuff. So I'll be sending stuff out to my newsletter more about that site. And I do anticipate, so, you know, that's a lot of work um, to to kind of get all this put together. Um, but thanks so much to Karen and others who have uh, really kind of spearheaded this for me. Um, as you all know, I, you know, I'm a hardworking gal, and now I'm full-time employed uh, back in my previous profession in um, technology and marketing. So, uh, but it's been a wonderful thing because, you know, we got to make money to get the word out about the website and the book and all of this. And so, um, and I'm going to be really pushing promotions uh, for the book to get uh, Angel Incarnate One Birth out there. It's been receiving wonderful reviews. I've uh, just heard from so many people that it really renewed their faith in God or or really affirmed them. And the most beautiful thing, and even though it's inspired by my own true story, uh, this novel, is that, you know, people just keep going. It was, it was like you were telling my story, 
which is a beautiful thing because that's the way it's that's what it was intended to be right that you per, you are a participant you know as you go through this experience with Catherine the central character the other thing is that um and I it's been on the angelincarnate.com website is that I'm going to be releasing these very unique uh, protections are from protection pendants. And um, if you look at the book cover or have seen the book cover, you see this symbol. And so I have a one-of-a-kind pendant that everyone's saying, hey, where can I get a pendant? Well, because it was actually welded and, you know, an artist fashioned it, uh, they weren't available. And so actually today... I um, and it looks like Michelle will be joining us in the second half, which is wonderful because she's got a lot of cool stuff going on too. Um, but the samples from the uh, manufacturing facility arrived, and they are amazing, beautiful, little smaller scale, um, and they'll have a, a protection prayer with them for people who want to have this very beautiful piece of jewelry, but also to to have a great connection to angels. And so I really worked hard to find someone so that I could make, you know, these affordable for people too. Um, but it, you just feel amazing to be able to wear the symbol of the seraphim heart as well as the, you know, the three sets of wings um, that are representative on the, on the cover as the seraphim symbol. And so... Um, a lot of people who uh, just grabbed the book when it came out, like, when's the second book? When's the second book? So I am happy to tell everybody that um, I'm starting to receive information on, on two worlds. And this is going to be an, a, a great book, not just because I wrote it, okay, so I don't want to sound like that, but this is all about navigating two worlds, right? as our spiritual self or angelic self and as the human. And so you go on this journey of going back and forth between these two areas of consciousness. So it's written and um, it's almost like these books are already written in my head before I actually put them down on paper. But this seraphim also want me to dictate this book and record it um, to trans and have it transcribed a little differently. So I guess my voice for that, Vibration, you know, we talk a lot about energy on the show. Uh, we'll make it a more powerful, activating book as well. So that's cool. I'll be starting that really, you know, really soon. And it just came to me just even a couple of days ago how I was going to begin. So you get the, I, I got the, the, the beginning and the end and the middle is just all, you know, juicy goodness. So <laughs> that's what I tell people about my writing process. So. But what I, you know, as we get into the discussion about these energies, I know that many of you out there have been struggling or you'll be doing really great and then all of a sudden it's like boom. And, you know, it's not that you're that you're not doing it right. Um, it's just it really has been that intense. Like I really have practiced being in the moment more and more. I will tell you the last, uh, this week's been better, three weeks prior to that, it just kept building and building, and it was so hard to stay in center, even for myself. So if I can't stay in center, then, you know, it, it's just that intense. So the Seraphim message this week um, and for August of 2013, since the monthly message, since I won't be back uh, for a little bit, um, really addresses what this shift is all about. So I'm going to go ahead and read that at this time. So here's our angel message. More than half of this year has passed now, and the energies have been unusually intense for many of you. There have been great waves of change moving through everyone in order to bring each child of light into alignment with their truest nature and beckoning each to become healed and whole. It has been a priority for you to spiritually open more and allow past issues to arise and be dealt with. And so many of you have done extraordinarily well, and we celebrate and are happy for you. Within the past month, you may have noticed several energetic shifts that occurred and opened up an infusion of very high frequencies. In fact, the likes of which have not been seen until this time. This shifting wave started during your period of retrograde, all of which was exponentially intensified by the alignment of planets called the Grand Sextile, um, an astrological alignment which configures the planets into the powerful symbol called the Star of David. 
for our message of assistance to you, we wish to share information that will help you to further integrate the higher frequencies into yourself, as well as assist with any areas of resistance you may be experiencing at this time. The key aspect of healing and work at this important time is all about integration of all aspects of self. The past month or so, you may have found yourself returning to old negative habits or behaviors that you thought you had already dealt with. You may have found yourself eagerly, easily excuse me, triggered by issues that don't normally trigger you. These symptoms could have ranged from heightened anxiety that may have been something you had when you were younger to a host of other emotional distress, or the symptoms could have been intensely physical. You, if you have found this is the case to be for you, it's important that you do not see this as a regression of yourself or going backwards. A very common event right now for so many is a return to childhood or teenage traumas that had not surfaced in a long time. These intense high frequencies that flooded in during the past month essentially caused these childhood fragments that were disconnected due to trauma to become very active. This is true even for those who felt that they had already done a lot of inner child work because we often you know, are talking about that. Uh, many also felt like they had suddenly become grounded too much and maybe not as close to source. The mass opening of such underlying issues is occurring right now in order for you to recognize any aspects of yourself, such as your inner five-year-old or any other age that may still be separated from the core of your being. These aspects of self must be reintegrated and loved unconditionally so that they may return to you and allow you to access all of you. If this inner work is not done this year, it will become increasingly difficult for you to awaken more deeply and you may be pulled apart more by the polarity of frequencies. So it is vastly important if you are struggling right now to determine um if you are struggling right now, for you to determine if you have unresolved past issues. The way to nurture this process is to realize what your needs were at the particular age of trauma and start an inner dialogue with your inner child. During this process, it is important to understand that all children, even inner children, need to be loved unconditionally in order to feel safe to be who they are in the world. This may be the deepest journey for you into self-love and acceptance, but it is crucial to move forward. It's such a gift to become aware of such a need that you may have been buried for you have may have buried for a long time and out of reach from your conscious mind. Yet we realize that even though this is a gift, it can be a difficult journey, so take care of yourself well and give yourself time to heal. We wish to tell you at this time that all of the angels are holding energy as requested by God throughout the world for all of these separated inner children to return and reintegrate so that they will finally become whole and happy. So we wish to end and express this to you today. Dearest children of light, there is no reason for you to fear perfect love. There is no reason for not coming home. You are welcome always, loved always, supported always, and shall never be alone. Know that we are with you on this difficult journey, and we are only a thought away. Until next time, we are the Seraphim. This is such, you know, such a powerful message that they're sharing with us. And I'll tell you that as I was talking to many people that I know during the, you know, the retrograde time, and then we, it, it was almost like we never went direct until after the sextile. So, um, but in talking to people, as I received this information, you know, about this inner child work, it really made a sense to a lot of people what they had been, um, you know, what they had been experiencing. I heard people say, I found myself doing things I haven't done since I was a destructive teenager, you know, and so then they get into self-judgment and they judge themselves for failing when in essence, 
it's the way that I that I visually saw these energies as I was trying to stay in center, which was not honestly very easy for me to do. Um, it was just like you almost couldn't catch your breath. And I've talked to other people who just felt like there were three weeks of just da 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 da. I mean, just boom, 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 like we were getting hammered. And I had uh, one incarnate say it felt like, you know, that she got her wings clipped. And essentially what happened was this these energies started coming in, moving toward the sextile in the midst of retrograde, which is, uh, you know, a time uh, that presents its own unique challenges. It was almost like God grounded everybody. And it, it was like you you were just sort of pushed in with these energies to, to really just, boom, you know, sit still. And what we don't realize, and I wanted to explain this for those that aren't really familiar with childhood fragments or how how is it that we, you know, why would I have part of myself, you know, split off? And so I learned this from actually a shaman who does soul retrieval a long time ago and did my own reintegration work, which was probably the most powerful and healing uh, process that I had ever, ever done. And um, what happens when we go through these periods of time, you know, in, in childhood all the way up, and it can be even in, in adulthood, these things can happen too. When something so traumatic happens, it's it's almost like it just separates. You know, it's like think of it as part of yourself kind of shatters or, or a piece breaks breaks off until a trauma is is resolved. And so, what they were showing me with these very, very, very intense energies that we need cohesiveness. You know, we need wholeness. Otherwise, these energies may not benefit, you know, may not benefit us as much because if you think about it, how can you carry all the current, you know, all the energy of who you are if you're in fragments, right? And so this return to these, you know, um, I even had this conflict with my best friend and we laughed about 24 hours later because we realized it was our little girls that were ha- throwing the fit. It really wasn't us. And when we honored them, it was all good, you know. But it was so strange because we're like, why are we, ha- why are we behaving like this? And why, you know, why do we both think you don't trust the other person? I mean, it was just like, you know, two six-year-old girls, right? So it was, we can laugh about it now, but boy, was it intense. So if you have... Um, you know, these experiences, it may very well kind of point that, you know, you try to, and the way you work with it is you try to identify, you know, at what age, you know, maybe something uh, tragic could happen. And are is are those the thoughts that are coming in your head? You know, are they coming from this place of a child? Because as an adult, we're going to reject those thoughts. But children are very simple, you know, trying to get their needs met. They might throw temper tantrums like my little girl did. And I didn't, you know, and I've done a lot of integration work. So it's so true that, you know, nobody really escaped this window of time, which really, you know, was meant to help us see, hey, you can't keep going forward without all of yourself you know, the totality of who you are. And it makes sense to me that we would need to do that. And so in our busy lives and every day and all those responsibilities, we forget about our inner child. And I think that is probably why the, you know, the seraphim messages are always talking about play and all of this. And so I've really taken that to heart um, and, and, you know, tried to give a voice to that inner child. And so I think that, you know these powerful energies um, are are really good to help support this. And, but if we don't realize that's what's going on, then you know uh, it can be kind of crazy, right? Because we're like, why am I ha- why am I acting like this? And uh, you know, I thought I was over this, or you know, we we really don't. Um, you know, we don't kind of give ourselves enough credit. And I think if we understand that. You know, it is the the voice, uh, you know, the inner children in inside ourselves that, you know, really arose to show us, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> you just need to, to, to take care of me. And I think it really is a good practice anyway to return to just such a, a sense of, uh, a deeper sense of self-love.
You know, when we can care for ourselves like we would a child to that level, then I think we are whole and complete, right? Because we have that deep appreciation um, for, you know, how special we are and how special, you know, I know all of you are. But, you know, we are so, so caught up sometimes in life or we're so hard on ourselves you know that we may not we may not recognize um that we just need a little bit of you know a little bit of me time you know a little bit of integration work and i meant to write down jot down there's a really good book and i understand michelle's on the line so that's great and i'm going to have her on here in just a moment but i will post on my show page on facebook or if you reach out via email i will send you a link to a book that you can get on amazon I highly recommend this book, and I recommend it to many people right now who are kind of struggling, who go, well, maybe they're listening tonight, and they go, well, I really could use some integration work. Well, you know, true shamans who are very gifted at what they do to do soul retrievals aren't necessarily, you know, right around the corner from us to do that work. And a gentleman wrote a beautiful book. It's a guided journey to bringing those parts back yourself. So it's a do-it-yourself, been very successful for so many people. And so I'll make sure I post that because it's so, so important that we do that at this time. And they said it's so crucial uh, to make sure that we've completed that work before year's end. So that's everybody's homework. Uh, you probably already felt like you were in boot camp, like I've described sometimes too. So, And I really am very, very happy. Michelle and I have not had a chance uh, to talk, though we had regular communication. So I want to welcome Michelle Arbo to the Angel Connection. Hi, Michelle. Hi, CJ. I'm so excited to have you back on the network. I was just um, overjoyed when Jeff told me you were coming back after having a little break for the summer, so I couldn't be happier to be on air with you. I mean, the energies, like, you you know, I was intently listening to what you were saying, and the energies have been just crazy, so I was just so excited to hear what you had to say, because you're always so bang on with, um, you know, the shifting and what's happening, so it makes perfect sense. Yeah, and, you know, it it was just... Like I said, I I even experienced this myself, you know, my best friend, just one day, and this was in the middle of that three, you know, right through retrograde, and all of a sudden we we got a good laugh out of it later, but we were really upset with each other. But we didn't, it's like being conscious you're upset, but going, why am I upset? (laughs) You know, but there's this little girl in there, so... It, it was just so uh, such an unusual thing to have occur, and that's why I'm really talking about it uh, tonight. It became the perfect kind of thing to discuss because, uh, you know, and, and I, I had asked Janet to join us. And for, you know, she had other plans with her grandbabies. But, you know, to have this very intense retrograde and then moving into that to the grand sextile was just such – such a crazy energy, and I know that this year has been a very changing year for you. Well, and yeah, and I think the energies too, because July is always tough. I mean, July is the seventh month. Now that we're in August, I mean, it's a little bit different, and people are starting to feel a change in the energy, which is good. But seven is that really self-reflective, you know, deep philosophical truth seeker number. So that's why a lot of people take vacations during July, and it's kind of like a low-key month where. We're not really outwardly changing. It's more about inward. But it's kind of a double whammy this year because the the world year number is a six. So it's all about relationships and really focused in on relationship shifting, not only with other people but also with ourselves. And then the other side of the six is also the visionary number. So we're seeing things from a broader, um, you know, bigger picture perspective. So. There's a, there was a lot going on in July, so much. And like you were saying about all of that water stuff in astrology, it was just this emotional clearing and all of these things coming up and it was just all over the place. But now that it, now that we're in August and it's the eighth month, eight is a number of abundance and manifestation and it's a confident, assertive energy. So now we're starting to get a little bit more of a handle, I think, on where we stand and where we want to go and um, we're coming out of the muck, I guess, a little bit more. So it's, it's feeling better as the month progresses. So I'm looking forward to August, September, and October because I think they're going to be big energetically. Well, and I, I do too as well, you know, and it was we had already scheduled to take a, a week's vacation in Maine, unplug at a cabin, and 
the two weeks prior were just, you couldn't catch your breath energetically at all. And we were actually, could just feel it even building more. We were so grateful to have, you know, synchronistically scheduled the downtime at the tail end of July. Yeah. (laughs) Because it just felt, it just felt like, it almost just felt like a tsunami was coming. Uh Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the feeling I had just kept building and building and building. Um, and so, and of course, well, you know, I turned 44 in, on uh, two days ago, so I like oh, August because it's my birthday month. But. Oh my goodness, I totally missed your birthday. Well, happy birthday, belated birthday, but 44, that's the angel number. Four is the angel number. Isn't that great? I know. I, and I felt it too. I was like, wow, this is, you know, this is awesome. Uh, the fours yeah. and, and all of and that. And then it adds to eight, right? So eight is the number of abundance. And whenever I see someone in an eight energy, of any kind, it's always about going after your goals and really going for it big. So it's going to be a good year, I think, for sure. Well, you know, I do too. And, and you know, like a, a lot of people, you know, the, the shifting, you know, relationships, changes and all of that, you know, I just kind of walked into what if I were, you know, I, I hadn't been back to full-time work for anybody else uh, for 15 years. And here I am going to work every day now, um, but I love it. You know, it's the perfect thing for me, and it gives – it's it's the perfect synergy. They really need somebody with all of my areas of expertise. I'm, I'm appreciated. Uh, they do fulfillment, you know, because I'm getting ready to warehouse my, my book and, and this new uh, Seraphim Protection Pendant, which you might not have heard uh, when I was discussing earlier. I got the samples today, and it's just absolutely amazing. Just an amazing wow. – beautiful thing and so yeah so I do see that as just I'm sort of turning the corner going okay now I've got the money to promote the book you know I've got all these things and uh, so everything's finally kind of shaken out but I felt like I was on a roller coaster through July certainly yeah well you know I have to say um, we're kind of doing all this relationship shifting now even with ourselves because next year is a seven year which is really you know, like I say, it's a, it's a deep, self-reflective kind of energy, but it's going to be a different kind of seven-year because it's going to be about authenticity because it's going to be less about, you know, introspection and self-reflection and more about saying, okay, now I'm ready to be my authentic self because that's what the seven is. It's it's all about truth, the number of truth, the truth seeker. So it's, I think, you know, fitting that you're coming back on the network now, CJ, because we're moving into really high-change energy in the fall, especially September, and it's you know it's really time for a lot of the healers of the world, a lot of the people that you know you and I, for example, I mean we all be considered healers in some way. We're all really being called to our post because um, you know people are really wanting to embrace that authenticity right now because we're kind of crashing and burning, so to speak, with the you know the whole financial thing and and I think because so many people related to themselves through what they owned or what they possessed either career-wise or financially or their houses or the, the things that they had, now that they have less of that or, you know, some people are even moving into bartering systems. I had heard from someone in South Africa that they are starting to barter because they're so poor from the financial situation globally. And so when you strip all that away, what do you have left? You have the truth. And it's, so next year is all about truth. It's all about authenticity. So I'm excited because we're on Authentic E Radio and on Authentic E Media, so it's going to be a good, good year all around. Well, that, you know, from the – you always – you know numbers so, so well, and I didn't realize that that's what next year is all about. And I find it interesting because – where I'm working, certainly if I went and put my resume out with the skill set I have and, you know, my other life, I always tell everybody, my other life, my other life, I've had many. Um, but it became, we're bartering part of my salary for the fulfillment. So it's it's interesting, too, that, you know, I've talked to other people who used to do a lot of one-on-one work, which I shifted out of uh, just, it was time. Many people who did readings, who did these different things, either are shifting to to do, you know, much larger scale work, or even some of us are going back to the traditional workplace, taking the energy of authenticity back into the corporate environment. And I see that with the one-on-one, CJ, I have to say. It's so true because people, especially, you know, when I travel to places like L.A. and, you know, places like that where you think there are lots of people with money, 
you know, when I go to these um, centers, they say, well, most people don't want to pay anything more than $25 or, you know, they can't pay anything more than 20 So I think it's, you know, people cannot pay those individual sessions. So I think it's really great when you see, you know, groups of healers like you and I get together and we do something where people can afford to come, but because of the mass situation, then, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's it's a little bit of bartering, a little bit of everything. We're kind of sharing sharing the abundance, so to speak. So I, I agree with you. I think that that's what we're moving into and moving away from the, the one-on-one thing. And uh, at least for now, a lot of people are. Yeah, and, you know, I, I have been trying to, you know, mentor other healers who are like, you know, all of a sudden this doesn't feel right, you know, and am I going back to work, really? You know, because I think they're, yeah. you know, the whole thing was that we were headed out of that whole environment, and now um, many of us are being called back. And um, so anybody out there who's recently making that transition, I'm just letting you know it's okay, it's good, because I think that there are many of us called to, Let's take this into the business world. Let's take this authenticity. Let's change those paradigms Um, and introduce concepts like servant leadership, which is my management style because I'm a manager, too, of of people. And and servant-based leadership is all not about are you doing your work, are you doing this, are you doing that. It's how can I help you feel more successful at your job? Love it. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's the other aspect, you know, bringing that authenticity into the mainstream corporate. Right. You know, I used to work in the corporate. I mean, I used to do hardcore, you know, banking, HR, you know, the office environment. There was nothing spiritual about it. And um, I was always the one to say the truth. You know, I, I would always be called, tell it like it is Michelle, because I would be <laughs> the one to kind of call the elephant out in the room, so to speak, right, with the office politics. And uh-huh. so I think you're I think you're right that um there's you know, there's a hidden element of why, for example, you were you needed to go back to work for numerous reasons, but one of them was that. It's because you're you're bringing your skill set into a place that needs it desperately. Yeah, cuz I, you know, here's a company I've known these owners, it's a family business. Um, you know, and I have a lot of input for them, but you know, their their morale, employee morale is really low. And so I feel like I can become the agent of positive change in this environment that it's kind of in stasis, it can't grow, it's not really losing ground, but it's not moving forward. And so that's why I'm sharing that with people is that I'm very much at peace. I don't feel like I've had to, oh, I failed at being a healer, so i got to go back to, to, to a job, you know. And it's it's taking those same principles, I think, into the workplace. Um, I'm actually energized by it. I have a new, renewed, you know, toward goals. You were talking about that, you know, moving into um, – you know, abundance, and and you were mentioning something about you know our goals and and all of this, and so it's it's so strange, but you know, and that's why I guess the angels are always like, be in the moment, don't project forward, because I just never know where I'm going to end up. <laughs> oh, true, it really is. I mean, this is the you know the the best and the worst time of my life, uh, simply because there's so much shifting so rapidly that I don't know what's going to come next, and day to day it seems like. It can flip on a dime, you yes. know, what, the direction I'm headed, and that's what's been happening month after month for the past, you know, six months or more. And so I guess you kind of really do have to take that, you know, power of now concept uh, mm-hmm. to the extreme right now, I think, because so many people for so long have planned. And I think that, again, goes back to the financial crisis where we saved for RSPs and we, you know, we're always planning and always, you know, doing, um, looking ahead to be sure we were okay, and uh, we can't really do that at the moment. We, it's, it just isn't possible. And I was talking the other day about the word money even, and, um, you know, this whole shift in perspective of money, because if you take the word money and break it down numerically, it's 27. So the seventh in the weaker position, which is all about distrust. So, uh, you know, we're changing that perspective on money and, and just trusting that there's going to be enough abundance there. So I think it's it's such a huge shift for so many people, this whole money thing and going back to work in a different way and bringing our skill sets, um, you know, in just totally different ways of just going in the moment with it and taking the opportunities as they come and not really questioning why. Because you didn't know, really, when you took the job, 
probably that that's why you were there. You know, you probably kind of figured it out as you went. Yeah. Right, yeah. You know, I knew that, you know, I had to say something about their current person in that position because being authentic and knowing them for as long as I have, um, I felt that there was a purpose, had no idea why, you know. um, So after a couple months of being kind of on-site and and working off-site, I realized it just hit me, you know, and I think that what we're really being taught to do too is, is like you said, really to cultivate the in the moment and, you know, not to, you know, because what things are are shifting that you can't anticipate, they're shifting so quick, like you said, and if we don't put our expectations in there, then what opens up is this abundance you're talking about. I mean, at so many levels where I feel good every day, you know, get up and I'm back to working out and, you know, lost four pounds this past week. Yay, me. Um, Because I'd put on about, uh, over the last several months, it's just been so intense and trying to work again and everything. Yeah, and been able to really take care of myself and and wasn't watching what I was eating either. And my daughter is now a chocolatier, so that's kind of a problem. But... um, Well, it's the grounding, right? We needed the food for the grounding. (laughs) Well, and that's why I didn't beat myself up about it. I did feel that I needed to ground. I I really felt like I was going to, for a while there, uh, when we hit 2013, I was going to float right up, which just can be hard to ground when you're surrounded by seraphim, too. But then you get the increased shifting frequencies. It's phenomenally uh, high frequencies, even for me. Um, But, you know, I, I really see just such a positive thing here, even though we're all feeling a little beat up by the waves of it. Um, you know, water's choppy at best. It's it's smoothing out, as you said. But, I, you know, I think we're going to be heading into 2014, such an incredibly dynamic year. I think we're going to see shifts in the world economy world. Um, and this whole thing with money, too. You know, you were talking about the num- the, the, set, the distrust. Yes. You know, if you think about it, money is only valuable. Why? Because of our belief in it. That's exactly right. You know, because it really isn't anything tangible in the world, is it? It's just it's it, it has value because we place as a as a collective. It we believe yeah, that it and it's, happens. It's a nine, right? And I mean, the base energy of money is nine, <clears> which is what the entire last century was built upon. I mean, if you look at the 1900s. That's really everything we have today in, exi- in existence, whether it be, you know, TVs or cars or you name it. I mean, even, even the whole financial structure was really kind of built up during that whole entire century, which was in the 1900s, and everyone had a nine. So money vibrates to a nine, and nine is very black and white, right and wrong. It's very set in its beliefs and, and what it feels to be right. And so it's it's hard to change that fear surrounded by that you know, that seven in the weaker position and then having that nine. So it's that's a really tough one for so many people to let that go. And, and it's interesting because I always talk about Obama and his wife, Michelle, because they're the 11-11 pair. And anyone who was an 11 always puts money secondary. So they're really, at the end of the day, you know, I, as much as people talk about Obama, that he's, you know, lots of things he's doing wrong, he's only human, you know, most politicians you know they're they're not perfect, of course, but um, at the end of the day, the elevens are really the ones that say money is secondary and money's not important, um, and that well, we shouldn't be fearful of it. And you know, Michelle dresses in Target dresses and things like that. You know, so it's 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 really a positive thing that we have those elevens um, still at kind of the hub, so to speak. I mean, the U.S. has faltered a little bit with its mm-hmm. its position in the world. But, um, you know, I think they're going to really shift the dynamic uh, eventually with the belief in the money. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Well, you know, to share this whole thing about money, too, I was <clears throat> having a discussion with my new boss. And, you know, when, when they were bringing me on half the time, you know, because I was kind of one foot in and one foot out for a little while, uh, just making sure that that's where I wanted to be and all of that. and. And at, she, at one point, she makes this has has a comment. Uh, well, I know that we're not paying you what you think you're worth. And I didn't say anything at the time, but when I came back away from that, I went, "Well, but that how she was seeing me, and you know, not trying to figure out why she even said that." 
but what got the most charge for me was that's not who I am, and she needs to know that. Yeah. It's not about the money. A lot of people may be that. And I actually made a point when I kind of drafted this letter of I'm really interested in, in staying you know, and contrary to what you may have thought when we were discussing salary to begin with, you know, money isn't is not my sole motivation and not my first motivation for being here. You know, so going you know going to my boss and saying money's not that's exactly what I said this week. <laughs> so, wow. And you know, I'm just like there's other in kind ways that you can help with you know book promotion, and they have all these connections. Well, I have this beautiful seraphim pendant I'll be offering soon. And all these things. So I do want to encourage people out there to just be that authentic person. And I think that the way we can be the most of our authentic person is this reintegration of all of ourselves. Um, you know, kind of getting back to the to sort of that those soul fragments and parts of ourselves that kind of splinter off. Because um, that's coming up for a lot of people, and I think that as we move into 2014, as you were saying too, if we have everything, you know, whole, wow, what a year it can be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's usually when I see a seven energy, and I say, oh, okay, it's not big enough, and it's big on inner kind of self reflection. But because we're doing so much of the inner work now, and we're really getting a handle on you know, a, a relationship with ourselves. You know, that's the biggest thing I think that people are going through right now is that, you know, where do I stand now that I don't have all the things that I had and I'm just kind of me, you know, me, myself, and I. And mm-hmm. so so now it's, you know, moving into that seven, it's like standing tall and saying, okay, well, this, I don't really have anything, but I have this to offer to the world, you know. And it's it's all about the inner stuff now and what we have to offer from the inside out. So and our value, yeah, and and don't you think you know that it's our value? That's right. Yeah, I love it. Where does our value come from? Who are we? Um, it's just such a good point. My very favorite, and well, it's in the Matrix too movie, so people might know what it is. You know, my very favorite Latin phrase is "tema noche," which means "know thyself." Yeah. And so I, I see this year as you know very deep understanding of self. Um, really getting to know who we are, you know, knowing we know who are, you know, and like you said, standing tall in that uh, as we go into 2014. Um, and th- and that's exciting. It's hard work. I know if, if there are people with childhood issues out there, um, you know, those fragments that are very resistant or pieces of ourselves coming back, um, obviously there's a reason why you've been divided a long time. There's some healing and, you know, give and take with that whole reintegration process. Well, let me say, CJ, uh, you know, I went through a lot of surrendering lately, and I, that's a huge mm-hmm. word for me lately because that's really what it is, those little fragments you're talking about, those little things that we hang on to, the belief systems that we have. And it was a point where, you know, you get to a place where you have to just surrender and say, you know what, this is me taking as I am. And, you know, some of the little pieces that I was clinging to uh, were were kind of things that I had hidden from people for a very long time, and so I had to let it go. I had to say, you know what, I gotta I gotta come clean and say this is truly who I am. So that was huge, and I, that word keeps coming up for a lot of people that I see as well. Is that the word surrender? So I think mm. this year has uh, a big theme with that. Well, yeah, because if you're not surrendering, if you're fighting, this energy is just chopping you up you know I, I do see a greater number of people trying to ride those waves and doing you know and absolutely doing their best but people who are really dug in right now I feel such uh, empathy for because if you if you can't let go you know and surrender yeah that was a hard one for me well, it's hard. Yeah, that's a hard one for anybody. You know, the only reason I think that I got to surrender a couple years ago was he just, you know, they'll laugh if I say being held hostage by 13 seraphim will do it to you. Know, you eventually have to quit fighting. Um, you know, so I got, a, a, I think, in some ways, a grand lesson and then maybe a little harder. But even even so, this year, I, as these energies have, have been so intense, I have to remind myself, too, you know, so 
take a deep breath, CJ, just let go. Let go. Don't yeah. don't worry about it. There's only now. There's only now. You know, that's my big mantra. There's only now. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, it's it there were like the I was talking about the seraphim transmissions which are very powerful and, and an unexpected thing. They didn't let me prepare or didn't give me anything at all until just before that call and I had people tuning in from all over the globe. Wow. So and now. <laughs> but tell me about it, you know, and then I I started getting a little anxiety, which I do before I even come on the show. Most people, you know, just those little butterflies right before the show. Um but here's all these people globally, you know, so my mind starts to go there and I hear this voice, this beautiful voice says, have you ever not had the right words? I was like, okay, good point. You know, do I ever leave? Yeah, do. And and it it wasn't the angels. It was it was God and it was Source saying. Yeah, and you know what? I just have I ever let go of you? Have I? Go ahead. Because when I went to the point of surrender lately, I mean, I just kind of said, you know what? I can't can't pretend anymore. I need help from others because you know, as you know, I've been going through a lot of personal issues and things and um you know some of my closer friends obviously know and even some of my clients i mean i'm very open to you know my situation but um definitely the point of surrender was at that point where where i really realized that have i ever not been saved you know have i ever not where i've got gotten to that rock bottom place where i've been there many times have mm-hmm. i ever not been saved and and the answer is no i've always been saved you know there's always been something that has, that has come up or that has helped me or you know, um, brought me back. So that's that's beautiful that you had the same thing because I think so many people do, they just don't hear it, you know? Yeah, and so, yeah, so it's just like, have I ever not, have I ever abandoned you? Have I ever not inspired you to help others? So, you know, I'm like, a peace just came over me in that moment where I realized, no. Why am I why am I worried even if I don't have notes in front of me, you know? Why should I I just just be, surrender, just be. And it's yeah. perfect. <laughs> Every time, perfect. That's the main message I think right now is because people are in a state of panic cuz there's just so much shifting, but really that's it. You know, if you can just take that one piece away from this show, CJ, I think you hit it on the head. I think that's that's what people need to just kind of keep in mind right now. Absolutely, and I'm so glad you could join. Yeah, join me. I've I've missed you lots. <laughs> Ew. I'm, well, I'm going to be tuning in every week now to get my angel message because uh, I, I've been missing that for sure. I've heard that from people, and and I think well, I'm sure you were desperately missed. <laughs> I'm sure the uh, well, room is full. I'll have to ask Jeff after the show. He's producing behind the scenes, so I'll have to yeah. ask him. I'm sure. It's all over the charts, I'm sure. They've probably been patiently waiting. Oh, well, Ladies, I see. i got to tell you, this show has been fantastic. And CJ, on behalf of the network, Authentic You Media, Michelle, myself, welcome back. We're very, very pleased to have you here, folks. I've been behind the scenes. A lot of you I spoke to tonight, and I want to thank you for calling in to the show. Uh, I know a lot of you had questions for CJ, but this has been a phenomenal show. This has been her re-intro back into her show. So tune in, stay tuned, listen to the messages, get, you know, she'll be posting out. She'll be back before you know it. And thank you all for being here with us. And CJ, on behalf of us again, happy birthday to you. (laughs) Thank, Thank you. And I'm glad this is, you know, is my home and you know, and, um, you know, just need a few more weeks to get things balanced out so that I know I can, you know, do the best show possible. You know, I like to do that. So thank you so much. Uh, and and thanks to all the listeners for, for hanging in there because I know I got, I've got just this whole group of wonderful people who really, really listen, you know, to the show. And, and you guys are why I do the show because I love you all. And so... Thank you, thank you, thank you. And and hang in there, everybody out there. You know, all the stuff we've been talking about, I feel you, I hear you, and I know that it's intense, but I also know that what lies deep inside of us is that amazing, amazing ability to to surrender, to become, to transform, to love, to grow, 
to share who you are in authenticity. And I know as we're moving forward with the show, with other stuff that I'm doing, you guys are all doing, you know, we're going to change this world, you know, and we just have to be patient and just stay in the moment so that each of us can participate in this great shift. Thank you so much to Jeff, um, and thank you so much to Michelle for joining me tonight. And, you know, as I always say, this show just goes by way, way too too quick, even though I may think about it all weeks before I do it. Um, but you've been listening to the, you know, Angel Connection show, of course, with me, CJ Martis, sharing some of myself every week with all of you and, and so touched by the stories that you share, so keep them coming. I love you all. Thank you for supporting my show and for giving my recent absences. Stay tuned for announcements about my return very soon. Until next time, my friends, remember to be angelic to yourself so that you can become an angel to others. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.